have you ever wanted to guest on a podcast like this one that you're listening to right now? Well, you can. You can definitely do this by visiting a website called Podmatch, where you can sign up and be available for all different types of podcasts that you can guest on. Or you can even search for a podcast and say, I want to I want to guest on your podcast. I think we'd be a good match. So if you want to do this, you can go to our unique link, which is joinpodmatch.com forward slash reality. And you can sign up and do exactly that. And you can find us and you can guest on our podcast. So again, that unique link is www.joinpodmatch.com. That's J-O-I-N-P-O-D-M-A-T-C-H.com forward slash reality, R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A. And you can be a guest on our podcast. Welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Tanika, and we're going to be discussing Bachelorette, the finale. Now, I know this is really late by the time you're getting this. It's probably like just about a week since the show aired, but as you can see, we're being completely bombarded. Um with new content as well. It's been a very hectic week um, for me on the work side of things, um, but I should be catching up. So you should be a little better going into the new week. Um, so we don't have a whole lot to talk about in the top of the episode. However, we do have a release of all of the cast members we can expect on Bachelor in Paradise, since that's coming back very soon. So I'm just going to go through that list very quickly, and then we will jump into the episode. So first we have Greer Blitzer, if you remember her, she's from Sock Season. And of course we have Brayden and Aaron B. We have Peter Capio. He was also on Charity Season. Oh, yeah. This is the guy we're all like, who's Peter? Yeah, him. And we have Jessica, who was also on Zach Season. Eliza, who would have been on Clayton Season. And she was also on BIP uh, last season as well. We have Kat, who is on, who was on Zach's season. Samantha Jeffries, who was on Clayton's season. We have Olivia Lewis, who was on Zach's season. 
Sean from Charity Season. I'm not excited about that. We have Blake, who um, Katie Thurston picked, who's also on the Canadian Bachelor Red, I believe. We have Mercedes, who was on Zach Season. Rachel, who was our Bachelorette alongside Gabby. We have Kylie, who, well, Kylie Russell, who was on Zach's season. We have Aaron Schwartzman, who I'm not sure who this is. Oh, I think this is Firefighter, guys. It's Firefighter. We have Will, who was on Bachelorette season 18, who I believe would have been Michelle's season, if I remember correctly, the season numbering here. But then we have Brooklyn, who was on Zach season, and Kat Wong, who was on also on Zach's season. So that's basically everybody. The only people who wasn't mentioned in this list was um, Hannah Brown, who has come out to be on the show. If you notice from the clip, if you watch the show, um, and somebody else is another Bachelor right, that's on there too. We have Rachel, Hannah, Charity makes an appearance, but obviously she's not there to meet anybody. Oh, and Katie Thurston as well, which is interesting because I don't know if she's here to crash the party or actually date. Because again, if you remember me talking about this in a previous episode, she's also going to be on F-Boy Island. So I'm not too sure what's going on here. But let's just say, apparently, Blake is not too happy to see her on the beach. But that's basically it for what I have for, well, hot goss slash announcement. Again, we are covering this. I'm so excited for this. And that airs on September 28th alongside Golden Bachelor, which we will also be covering. So let's jump into the reason that we are here. Bachelorette season 20, episode nine, season finale slash final rose, whatever you want to call it. So with how they're doing the show, obviously, as we know, they always do this, this finale in studio. So it's always live. So we're going to be going back and forth between the studio Fiji, but of course I will say when we're in the studio and when we're in Fiji. There's gonna be certain things that happen in studio that will not be addressed because it's just not worth it to me to talk about. Um so yeah, let's get into it. So first we start off, we're in studio, and we find out in this moment very quickly that whoever the bachelor is somebody in the audience is going to be dating this person. The bachelor doesn't know whoever that bachelor is going to be. And the woman in the audience also doesn't know. Um, 
However, a little bit of a spoiler, they do have an idea um, that they could be picked. So let's get into it. Now we're in Fiji and we're back with this whole situation with Aaron. Um, and she's like in the middle of speaking and then she kind of like stops and, and she's like, I'm having acid reflux. Um, because she's a little stressed, I guess. So she's walking to the beach now to go talk to him. And she says, you know, him showing up, it means a lot to her, but she, you know, she says like, what is it that you want? And he says the journey was not easy for him. He hopes that she accepts him back in order for him to kind of prove his feelings to her. He thinks very highly of her. His feelings haven't gone anywhere, he says. He would love to stay and have more time with her. He wants to be in her corner no matter what happens. And I did like him saying that. Um, anyway, her gut is saying to give each other time. And she says on their first date, he was definitely someone she envisioned as her husband at the end of this. And she would love to have him stay. So he's going to be staying for now. Um, She says we can have dinner and we can talk in her room. They kiss and, you know, in the corner, for those who don't watch the show, in the corner of the screen, from time to time, they will show the studio watching this. So at this moment when she's kissing Aaron, they show her mom. And her mom did not look impressed by her choice here to, I don't know if it's about the kiss. I don't know if it's about her keeping Aaron around. I don't know what it is but she didn't look impressed. They walk away from each other in order to get ready. He kind of like stops her, calls her name, um, in order to have another kiss with her. Her fear though, she says, is can they get there to the point where she is with Joey and Dawn at this point? He asks her if she has had any insecurities, because now, now they're in the date section here. Um, through this journey, she says she has definitely worried if she has made the right decisions along the way. And I think, again, that is what's driving her to keep him here at this point, because I think she realizes I made the wrong choice by keeping Xavier over keeping Aaron. Um, and I don't disagree necessarily. Um, he says he feels good when he is with her. She says she is reconsidering everything. She says she has a lot to think about, but she will talk to him soon. 
So I guess soon means the rose ceremony because that's where we are now. And I'm not going to go through like what each guy kind of says walking up to the place. We're just going to go to the part where Aaron walks in and Joey looks over at him and literally does a double take. And he's like, the fuck? Why are you here? Where's Xavier? <laughs> and Don looks over at him and acts like he's not at all phased. He kind of looks at him and he's like, oh, okay, well. Um, but yeah, like it, it, was, it was definitely Joey. That was just ridiculously funny. He's like, hell? And he even was like, <laughs> it, was just, it, was, it was great. Joy for the one. Anyway, um, he, um, and yeah, so he's like, Joy keeps looking over at him. Um, they're all because he's very confused. And then Charity kind of walks in and she says, you know, I do have a few things I need to say. And I'm thinking, okay, so you're going to explain the elephant in the room, right? No, no, no. That's not the first thing she says. The first thing she says is that she is so grateful. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the first thing you're going to say? Okay. But then she does say, you know, it's been a very eventful week. She first says that, you know, Xavier's gone. You know, he left, blah, blah, blah. And then she says, then Aaron kind of showed up. <laughs> and, you know, she felt like she kind of owed it to herself and to him, I guess, to kind of see this through, right? Um, but anyway, she's going to start handing out the roses. So the first one she gives the rose to is Joey. And then before handing out the next rose, she pulls Aaron aside to talk. And both the guys are just staring at each other like, what is happening? Because of course, Joey has a rose, so he's good. But Don's like, why do you walk away for? Like, where are you going? Um, she tells Aaron that she's very grateful for the time that they had to get more clarity but it doesn't change anything. So he's going home. Again. <laughs> um, he doesn't have any regrets. She showed him what his wife could look like. Okay. So Joey, at this point, when he kind of see, he can kind of have a view as to what's going on. And he says, I don't think he's coming back. It's a goodbye. You're good. Yeah, so she says Aaron coming back to get more time wasn't going to be enough in this moment. She comes back to the boys, or she comes back to the guys, and gives Daunton the rose, of course, and she says she has two of the best guys. And I said, you know what? You do. Because honestly, in this moment, of course, I've been gunning for Don this entire time. I, I wanted her to pick him. But that doesn't take away from the fact that I really like Joey as well. I think he is such a great guy. And I really like him. And 
I think for sure, I think, I think this is one of the, one of the only bachelorettes in my memory where I felt you're so lucky you, you did this really well because you sussed out all these guys and you landed on, you're absolutely correct, the two best men in the batch of men that you had. And that is such a testament to her. She did fantastic. Anyway, let's continue. But my, my only thing that before I continue on, the only thing I want to say though, that I didn't particularly like, I didn't actually address this, is if you knew that the chances of you keeping Aaron was slim to none, you should have just let him go, you know, without the rose ceremony being involved, without confusing these men. Because I, as a viewer, can see Aaron's not getting a rose over Joey or over Don. It's not going to happen. So you should just let him go. It's the only criticism I have in this situation. Why do all of this? Anyway, so we're in the studio, and Aaron is here, and he says that the hardest part for him was the 12-hour flight, y'all. And I'm not sure exactly if he means like the 12-hour flight itself was the hard part or the 12-hour flight while thinking through that 12-hour flight of what was going to happen. On the other end was the hard part for him. I'm going to say it's the latter, but um, yeah. So yeah, he ended to say like, you know, thinking what was going to happen how is she going to react? He's never put himself out like that before. Now, with any relationship he's been in, um, Jesse says it's, you know, it's sad that it didn't work out, but we are going to be seeing you again on Bachelor in Paradise, as I mentioned on top of the episode. So, yeah. So, we'll see him there. And I thought, mm, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing, Bachelor Nation production crew. I see what you're doing. We're going to put Brayden and fucking Aaron on the same beach. Because let's continue the argument, I guess. Anyway, but you know they're going to come out and be pros. There was a couple of guys where it was the same situation. And I can't remember who the men were. Um, it was last season too. And I can't remember who the men were. Where they really didn't like him. But then they started to like him and it just kind of like they became friends, like these two guys that fought on their season and then they actually really got along afterwards. I can't remember who it is, but anyway, watch that happen. I won't be surprised. So back in Fiji and Joey's going to be meeting her family first. So here in Fiji, we have her father, uh, Dave, and I think is his name, her mother, Vicky, and her sister, Mia. Um, surprised that her brother, Nehemiah, isn't, isn't here. I was kind of surprised by that. I thought for sure he'd be here. But anyway, um, Charity, as she's mentioned before, she really values her family's opinion, but her mom is her best friend, and she 
values your opinion the most. So she tells her family that, you know, she is in love with both of them. And I don't think they can quite wrap their head around it, which is understandable. Um, And she says that they love her. And as I mentioned, her mama seems very uncomfortable with this whole idea. Um, But anyway, she leaves to go get Joey. And they come back and they're very giggly. Mia sits and talks to him first. And, you know, they kind of talk back and forth about different things. But he does ask the question of, her thoughts on Charity potentially being in an interracial relationship. She says, Jan speaks for herself and the family and says, like, they're okay with it. As long as you love her, race doesn't matter. So that was a good answer, but I'm gonna hold on to my thoughts on this for a second until we kind of get to a point where I'm like, mm, okay, but let me get there. Um, she is excited at the possibility of having him as her brother-in-law. Then Charity sits with Mia and she says like she can be her goofy self with him. That's what Charity says. Um, and she doesn't want to stop. And Mia tells her to just make the choice that is true to her. Then Joey and mom talk. She asks if Charity has been fully open with him. And he says yes. Although I don't know how he would know that. I thought this was actually a very odd question to ask because, I mean, if you, I guess it's the feeling you have. But... I'm like, but there could still be pieces of her that she isn't sure. Like, you wouldn't really know that after nine weeks, anyway. Um, but anyway, he says yes. So she makes him feel like being his best self and that he wants to do that. And they share an importance of family. They're both very big on that. Her mother, Vicky, sees him as a genuine person and thinks that he could fit right in with family. They hug in this moment at his request. Um, Y'all, Dash is worried about whether or not he likes the NFL and which team he likes. That's all he cares about. That's all he cares about. But anyway, mom thinks that Joey could be the one and, you know, Joey's leaving now. It's all over. And they both feel like they are in a good place after this. So it's good. Anyway, we're back in the studio. And Jesse is talking to someone who is probably a potential for this bachelor that we have not yet been announced. Her name is Leah. And she is actually from Hawaii, although lives in Los Angeles. She's so nervous, poor thing. Um, she 
talks about the fact that dating in Hawaii is so horrible. I thought this was very funny. Kind of showed her personality. She says like it's very horrible dating, and in Hawaii it's like a rock. She says, and it's just horrible. She's like, okay, so then I moved to Los Angeles, thinking it would be better. It didn't get any better. But it was. She seems very adorable. Um, and so yeah. Anyway, we're done with that, and it's definitely pretty clear she's potential here. Do you want to spice up your love life? Well, you can make that happen by going to Love Shop, where you can get sorts of different things, whether it's for both you and your partner, or just for yourself. For solo play, you can get things, all types of vibrators, maybe more kinky type toys, or you can just buy what every person may need, like lingerie or protection, or even just something to make it a little more fun, like games or novelty things. You can do all of this by going to Love Shop, and you can use our unique coupon code REALITYT2 to get 10% on anything your hearts desire. So that's loveshop.ca, L-O-V-E-S-H-O-P dot C-A, and use our unique coupon code REALITY2, that's R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A, and the number 2. And uh, so now we're back in Fiji. And it's the next day, and now Dawn will be meeting her family. But she does talk to her family first, and she tells them, you know, I know yesterday went really well with Joey, but please keep an open mind with Dawn. And um, here comes Dawn, and she's there to go meet him. And Mom says that she doesn't, like in her, like in the moment, doesn't want to compare the two, but she had such a connection with Joey. And the conversation, you know, went well with Joey. So Dawn is now in the room with the family and they're kind of having a conversation. And I actually felt like, oh no, it didn't go good. It was very awkward such an awkward conversation that they had. And I don't know if it's nerves on his part or because he does seem very reserved. So like, I don't know what it was, but I was nervous. Um, for some reason in this conversation with everybody, he talks about the sacrifices he has made to be there. And I thought, okay, I understand everyone makes sacrifices when it comes to love, whether it's in a more organic situation or in this situation. I totally get it. Now is not the time to talk about your sacrifices that you've made. It kind of leaves a bad impression. Mom talks with Don first and kind of asks him like when he knew. And he says that he felt the connection come in stages 
she was all set time, which is perfectly normal. That's perfectly okay. That's, I think, how every relationship, you know, builds on a connection. Um, and he says that he checks in with himself um, every so often. He says he tried looking for the holes in the situation, but he didn't find any. So he he says that she brought back the feelings when it comes to doing all the big things, getting married, having kids, um, because he kind of put a lot of that on hold for his career. Her mom feels that Dalton feels familiar to her. She kind of goes on to say that Charity has a type, and this is type technically the type of guy that she would normally go for, which seems very interesting because... That's how she felt about Xavier. But never once did she feel about that with Dalton. So I'm curious to know where she's getting this. I'm going to get into my thoughts about her mother in a minute. Well, I miss her mother. I'm going to say her family in a whole, although her dad didn't seem to say a whole lot. But we're going to say her mom and her sister. I'll get to that in a minute. Um, Charity and her mom talk and her mom says it's, you know, she has a similar pep in her step with Dalton as she did with Joey. The only difference is that Joey was different. She says it's not a full pep in her step. And I said, But, okay, every relationship is different. How you are in a relationship is different than maybe how you are in a different one. Again, I go to, I was a completely different person in both of my serious relationships. My ex, I was one way, and how I am now, I'm this way. Like it's, And again, I think a lot of it in my case is age and maturity and it's just different but I probably if anyone who you would talk to when it came to how I was with my ex I did have more of a pep in my step but I was also like younger and it doesn't mean anything because in the one I am in now I'm just different, but I'm still in love. You know what I mean? Like I still can't picture my life with anyone else just because you have this pep in your step, quote unquote, that's different than with somebody else. doesn't mean anything. It's not like a calculation of who you love more, who you loved more. Like it doesn't mean anything. Um, and I don't know, I didn't quite like that, but she, um, goes on to say to Charity that she should be following her heart and her gut no matter what. 
So now Mia and Dalton, they talk, and he talks about that. He, after Mia asks the kind of asks this question that he's willing to sacrifice for charity. Um, he doesn't want to lose her. And, you know, he, yeah, he just doesn't want to lose what he has with her. She's special to him. And Charity and Mia talk. And Mia thinks they have a certain chemistry. But she says, Joey makes you glow. You have more PDA with him. But Dot makes you laugh more. And Charity's actually taking this very hard because she's thinking like, is it bad that he's, you know, that he makes me laugh more, but then you're telling me Joey makes me glow. Like, you know, like, why doesn't Dawn make me glow? And Mia says, like, it's not a bad thing that he makes you laugh more. Like, I'm not saying it's bad. Um, but Mia says, like, I can see it. Okay, so you can see it very nonchalantly with Dawn, but with Joey... You can see him as your brother-in-law. It's very interesting. Um, Charity kind of says that she doesn't have the clarity she was hoping to have. She says that she's not okay. So here's what I'm going to say before we get into more of the conversation with her family um, after this. I think it's very clear, like I want to say from both ends of this, was over this end first. You have to treat each relationship that she has with these men as completely different things. You need to act like you didn't just meet Joey a second ago and now you're meeting somebody new and, and vice versa. You have to give them the respect and your undivided attention. You can't have in the back of your mind of, okay, Joey was amazing. So I don't know about Dawn now. You haven't given Dawn a chance. Now, there's no denying this was an awkward-ass conversation that he was having with the family. It didn't go very well. But I think, unfortunately, that's also partly who he is. He's, again, like I said, very reserved. Um... And I also think that's very cultural as well. Um, I mean, I feel like the Nigerian men I've had in my life, the Nigerian people I've known in my life, are not going to show every little aspect of them. Like, I can't speak on a whole of all of them the countries, but they're not going to show every little aspect of themselves. They're just not going to do that. But he will show that to charity. So I think that needs to take into account. Um, But also just how his brain is wired. He's a different person than Joey. They're two different people that needs to be taken into account. That doesn't mean that one is better than the other because that's not the case. 
So I didn't particularly like how her family was handling these two men as individuals. They were in dealing with them as individuals. I think this was probably one of the worst family meetings that we have seen in a really long time. One of the worst, like, just in terms of how they handled themselves with these two different men. It was just not okay. But anyway, we'll get to my second half of this in a second. <laughs> um, so Dawn's gone now, so she's sitting with the family. Um, she asked for their thoughts on both of them. Mia thinks that um, Joey asks the tough questions, which is important. And I said, yeah, this is my thought here. He's asking the question because Charity asked it first. I don't think Joey would have ever thought to ask that question before without Charity first asking it um, on their second one-on-one date. But of course, Mia doesn't know that. Um, but again, as a viewer, you kind of like, okay, he's asking the question because Charity asked it first. Maybe I'm wrong, but he's never, I think from him, from him saying it, he's never been with a black woman before. So I don't think he's ever thought to ask that question before. So, yeah. Um, Mom says that both are a good choice, but it's your choice. Charity is very frustrated at this point because she wants her mom to tell her more than she's telling her. And she absolutely refuses because she kind of says, like, I know that my thoughts will sway your decision. Charity is like fully upset at this point. She's practically begging her mom to say her thoughts. And Charity and her mom end up getting up and talking outside, separate from everybody else. Um, I won't go into every little aspect that they talk about, but it's a lot of the same thing that they were probably talking about inside. Um, but her mom just keeps on refusing to say her opinion. Um, and I have another point to this, but I'm going to wait a second. I'm going to talk about my thoughts here. It's very clear in this moment that Charity is hoping for more because I'm not saying that she's necessarily going to pick Dalton or pick Joey in this moment. I'm not saying she necessarily made a decision, but I feel partly that maybe she kind of was leaning towards one than the other at this point and she needed more and she wanted it to go in maybe one direction or the other. I don't know. But at the same time, with that being said, you can't, if you can't make, I know this is a hard decision, okay? I get it. I don't get it, but I get it. You can't expect your mom to make this decision for you. And that's how it felt for me. I felt like she wanted her mom to make the decision and she can't do that. She can't make that decision for you. And I don't disagree with her mother's decision to say, I'm not telling you anything because I do not want to sway your decision. I don't want to be responsible for your potential unhappiness if you choose wrong. 
I don't blame her. I do want to mention, though, in the studio, we can see Kat and Brooklyn sitting beside each other, which I said, since when you two friends, because Brooklyn completely reamed you out. And then I'm like, because we see in the mental well, we saw the clip of Brayden with Kat. And I said, I recognize you, but I couldn't figure out who you were. And then when I saw her beside Brooklyn, I'm like, oh, right. Kat was giggling. And I said, what the fuck are you giggling about? This isn't fucking funny. I don't know. It was very weird. But I think maybe I'm like, mm, that doesn't look good because the reason why I was so surprised to see Brooklyn and Kat sitting beside each other is because I'm like, Brooklyn reamed you completely out when Charity had her date with Zach and you whisked him away to kiss him. And he walked back in with your lipstick on his lips. And now you're giggling about this. It is so very wrong. But I don't know, maybe she's a changed person. We'll see that on VIP and whether or not she actually is. Anyway, let's keep going. We're still in Fiji. And um, she has her last date with Joey. They talk about the meeting with her family, and she says that it went well, and that her mom raves about him. Very true. So he has a gift for her, and he gifted a framed poem to her. Their poem that was done for them in NOLA. She reads the poem again. I'm not reading again. If you want to find out what the poem is, um... Good luck figuring out which episode that's on, because I don't remember <laughs> one of the episodes when they were in Lola, and I read the poem there. Um, we see again in the studio her mom. She looks very disappointed. And again, for those who did watch the show, you might know why I think she looks disappointed. Um, anyway he says that he has no doubts he's going to propose to her he thinks they have something she just can't say no to hmm. okay so now we're in studio and we are getting a preview basically of bachelor in paradise so we're going to go through that a little bit so cats and I think it's Brayden. I'm not sure who the guy is, but we see them like kissing and making out. And then all of a sudden, a wave just comes and slaps them across the fucking beach. It's fucking cold. <laughs> and you can kind of see Brayden is 100% in his element. He is living his best life. Um, and like I've mentioned, we have bachelorettes who are crashing. Um... And we find out then also we have a medical emergency, guys. Someone hasn't pooped in f- nine days. And the, I think it's the paramedic or the medic or whoever, they come and they're like, listen, you have until tomorrow to poop. Because if you don't poop, we're going to have to deliver this poop like it's baby. Ew. We see firefighters here, like I mentioned before. 
And my sweet, sweet baby Wells is here. I love him so much. So happy to see him. And we can see that someone is getting married. We don't know who that is yet, of course, but September 28th is when the show comes. And as I mentioned before, yes, the show comes. It looks really good and I'm excited. I'm I'm real excited for it. Um, and we see in the studio that Brayden and Rachel are sitting beside each other. So I don't know if that is a spoiler or a decoy. I'm not sure. But anyways, because for those who may have seen articles or whatever, Rachel and Brayden have a connection on the beach. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. So now we are back in Fiji. And she's having her last day with Dalton. She brings up the family meeting. He thinks her family is amazing. He thinks he has to work on mom, though. He says that she had an eyebrow raise the entire time. Okay. And then he says, I have something for you. It's kind of like a treasure hunt, he says. And first, he, she, he, she kind of finds his immigration card. If those who remember from many, many moons ago was the first thing he showed her and the first time they really had a conversation. Um, next, he has made her a s'more which signifies their very first one-on-one date in Washington. And then there was something else that she saw, which I'm not 100% sure what it was, but I'm going to assume it would have been probably from their second one-on-one date in NOLA, so, but we don't actually, I couldn't tell what it was. But then he says, here's a treasure, and it's a box, and she opens it, and inside is a locket and in the locket has two pictures and it's both their baby photos which kind of signifies the hometown date um which i thought was very very sweet and she absolutely loves it then all of a sudden there's a shift in the mood in this moment, she is thinking about her connection with Joey. That's what she says in the end of the moment. And she then actually brings up with Don the fact that she has this other connection with Joey. She says that the date with him from the night before is kind of what she mainly talks about. Don is shocked because he says that she normally... We normally don't talk about her other connections. It's usually about them. So now he's kind of in his head now about it. And I thought, that isn't cool, Charity. Why would you do that? Anyway, I thought that was in poor taste on her part. Um, so now it's proposal day. And of course she gets there first and... I thought she looked amazing. Um, but before both guys get there, they're getting their rings. 
and they both picked out very similar rings, both oval shaped diamonds. The only difference I think with Joey's ring that he picked had diamonds going down the, the, the band, but, um, yeah, very interesting that they both picked similar looking rings. Um, she is very emotional and we see a car pulling up. We see a guy getting out and the first guy coming out is Joey. So again, for those who don't watch the show, don't understand the premise of the show, usually on these days, whoever the first guy is, is the one who's being sent home. So, yeah. <laughs> the audience makes a very audible, uh, like they're sad, obviously. But we can kind of see Leah. Leah's happy. And just very quick note, we see Zach there. I know people didn't really like Zach. Like, they kind of wanted more out of him, but I really liked him. Maybe I'm a little biased, though, because his uncle's crunk. Anyways, let's continue. Um, Joey tells her his thoughts. And again, for both of, this, for both of these, I'm not going to go into their speeches to her. Um, especially with Joey, I'm not doing it because I think it's so hard to see them do this when they know they're not being picked. Um, like like the like charity in this case knows that Joey's not being picked. It's so heartbreaking to kind of see this, but I'm not gonna go through it. It's very personal for the both of them. I'm not gonna reiterate anything that they say. There are certain things I might reiterate that they say that I thought is really great or very sweet, but for the most part, I'm not going to reiterate everything that they say. Um, so yeah. So anyways, like I said, he says her, his thoughts, she says her thoughts, all the things, but, and she kind of trails off while she's kind of saying what she's saying. And he says, it's okay. And she says that she found a love that is deeper with someone else. She says that I am in love with you. And I know this won't make sense. She can't get through much else. But she says, like, I have to get through this. I have to tell you how I feel. And she's crying. Um, she says that her love won't go away, the love she has for him, and she wants his happiness. He also wants her to be happy, and that's it. That's it. It's over. He leaves. He's absolutely shocked. In the car ride back, he thought he was going to be proposing today. He had zero doubts. He says, like, I need to ask the universe, when is it going to happen for me? We are in the studio, and Joey is here. He says it feels very raw watching it back. He doesn't remember much of it, um, so, you know, it's tough to see. He hasn't spoken to Charity since that day. But, of course, he knows she's there, and they will be talking when we get back to come back from commercial. So 
Charity comes out after commercial, obviously. They both find this very weird, obviously, because the last time they were in each other's presence, Joey was being broken up with. Um, she says that the love will always be there. He says, we might not be in love anymore, but we'll always have the love. He wishes her all the best, and Jesse wishes him the best of luck in his future as well. Anyway, let's continue. We're back in Fiji. Um, Dalton is here, and again, he tells her all of his thoughts. He feels special. So then she says her thoughts, and she's kind of struggling through them, which is making him look very nervous. Like, oh shit. And she says that he is a man who she can love forever. The smile, y'all, that comes on his face in this moment, contagious. And... I mean, I don't know about anybody else, but I was crying, you were crying, I was, like everybody was crying. I was very emotional in this moment. Um, but he gets down on one knee and he asks her to marry him and she says a million times yes. And um they are both shaking, they say she says, I have one more question for you, which is will you accept this final rose and um of course he will and uh yeah they're kind of talking him to the producers at, you know after all of this and hmm, it looks like she grew a little bit <laughs> and i'm like is she standing on something because there's no way at all and producer actually says like did you grow and she's like yeah like bubbles will make you grow a little bit no she was standing on the box it's great anyway so that is it for Fiji. From now on, we're going to be in studio. So we are talking to another girl now. And her name is Annie. She is actually from Philly, not far from where Joey is from. And I said, you know, Jesse, don't say elder skelter. It will forever be too soon. Forever be too soon. And if you know, you know. If you don't know, may I suggest searching up on the uh, Manson family. Let's continue. I'm not even gonna... Yeah, anyway. So now, Charity and Dawn are here with us. They are happy to not be hiding anymore. And they thank Neil Lane for the beautiful ring on her finger. Um, he has... So Jesse asks him, like, how certain were you? And he says, you know, I was somewhat certain up until that day. <laughs> um, Jesse then asks Vicky if she's happy. She says she is happy for them. She says she saw their journey. I guess understands now, I don't know, um, and has gotten to know him. And I said, of course, you have to say that his mom was right beside you. Hmm. Jesse has a surprise, but 
we're going to have to wait until we come back, but we don't have to wait. So basically, um, we come back and they kind of say that they're just enjoying each other's company at this point. They're just going to be building their relationship. They are hoping to still get married sooner rather than later, but you know, they're still taking their time. And for the surprise that Jesse has, they're going to Greece. <laughs> That's amazing. But wait for it. There's something else. And Dawn tells her this one. And that is, she's going to be on Dancing with the Stars. And she's very excited. She says, I'm actually looking just like the mirror ball right now. So good karma. Um, so that's really exciting. I hope she does really well. Of course, I will be watching. I hope everyone else will be watching. Especially now that they are bringing it back to ABC. Thank you. Because at the time that uh, last season, and Gabby was on it. I didn't have Disney Plus at the time, so I missed out on it. Now it didn't make any sense. But it was very frustrating for me because Vinny from Jersey Shore was on it, and I didn't get to see it when it was on. But luckily, I did see some of his dances on Jersey Shore anyway. But anyway, thank you. Thank you for bringing it back. <sighs> but again, for those who do watch Dance with the Stars, I don't know who does. It's going to be very different this season, obviously, with Len Goodman. He passed away. Um, it's going to be very different to see it without him, but I'm sure he'll be up there judging. I'm sure. Anyway. Um, so now we're on to other things. Who is our new bachelor? Well, it's Joey, of course. Joey is our new bachelor. Um, so they do pick the lady who's going to be dating him, who's going to be joining his journey, and that is going to be Leah from Hawaii, if you remember. Um, but before they get to that point of actually announcing who it's going to be, um, Jesse says, like, you know, it could be Leah. It could be Annie. It could be Kat or Brooklyn. And he's like, you know what? If anyone here wants to date Joey, please stand up. Brayden stood up. <laughs> Brayden said your ass down. Please. The last thing you need to do is be on another Bachelor season. Anyway. Um, but then Jesse says, I have something for you, Leah. It's an envelope. And Jesse says, it's not a date card. And she's like, Shoot. But she also cannot open it here. So she says, can I open it over there? When she goes to sit back down, he's like, no. She basically cannot open this envelope until she walks into the mansion. And uh, yeah, for her, that's only going to be like two or three weeks. For us, we have to wait till like January. Divina was in this envelope. But yeah, that's it. That is our Bachelorette season. Again, like I said, it was very good. I thought she was actually a very good Bachelorette. 
I didn't have a lot of high hopes for her seeing her on Zach season, but she did really well. She stood her ground. She, she was phenomenal. I thought she was great. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's it for Bachelorette for this season. So if you like what you heard, please follow Reality Tea Times 2 on any of your favorite podcast apps so that you don't miss a single episode. Please make sure you also share the podcast with everyone in your life. You can also rate and review us on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you are an avid YouTube user, you can listen to us on YouTube at Reality Tea Times 2. If you want to connect with us, you can do so by following us on either Facebook, Instagram, or threads at Reality Tea Times 2. You can also email us at realitytimes2 at hotmail.com. We have a website where you can listen to all of these episodes, as well as get links to our Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube pages. And that is at realitytimes2.aludu.com. All of that information will be in our show notes. Well, that's it for now, guys. Thanks. Bye. Have you ever thought of starting your very own podcast? Doing the research, I found something that would have made editing easy and seamless and makes the podcasting experience just that much easier. And I am talking about Ludo. This is a podcast software that I use for editing of our episodes. It is amazing. It is easy. You're also able to get help from doing chats and getting the information that maybe you just need a little more help with. They also have access to different articles that can also help you that have been just godsends for me. Also with Aludu, you can create clips, you can do your ads, thus like this very one I'm doing right now, and you can create your trailer very seamlessly just by the clicks of buttons. You can also use Aludu to publish your episodes just straight from the software. It's so easy. I highly, highly recommend it. You can get access to Aludu by using our unique link, which you can find on our show notes, just down there at the bottom at the show notes. And you can get access to an easy software.